19. So I feel like for me, I'm at, I'm at a stage where I need to kind of prioritize myself. As in, obviously, I'm going out of college. What am I going to do next with my life? If I haven't got my life sorted, how am I going to bring someone else in? Do you get me? So I feel like for me, you can only determine when you should get into a relationship once you've once you kind of know where you're going. So for me, when I got into a relationship, I was talking to the girl for a year straight before I actually got in because. Hello, this is the PSV podcast, Public Service Voices. These are conversations that matter to us. Hi, um, welcome back. I'm sorry, we guys haven't actually um, been doing many podcasts recently because we have so many assignments. Um, this podcast, we're going to be talking about healthy and toxic relationships. So and I just want to initiate a conversation. So what relationships do you believe is the most important in your lives? I think, of course, my parents and well, just family in general, as well as my boyfriend. I've been with him for seven years now and we've definitely been through a lot but I think he's always been there for me and we plan to get married and move out together and create a family and I'm really looking forward to that. In my opinion, uh, same as Fadi there, um, parents are something you have to be connected to, so people you have to be connected to um, because they're with you for your whole life so having a good and healthy relationship with them is very important. Um, Like I said, they're with you your whole life. If at any point you're in trouble, uh, they'll be there for you to help you. If you have a bad relationship, that's it's going to be a problem for you. You want to know who to go to. And then with maybe like a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, they kind of extend any love, obviously, your parents will give. So um, they give extra support. I think that, yeah, family is definitely important if you do have a good relationship with them because they'll be there to help you out and all that. Um, personally, I have a boyfriend, so it's like he's he's been there by my side for quite a lot of time so far. Um, yeah, if you have any friends that are there by your side, um, even people that you trust, I guess it's always good to have people like that around. Um, I also agree with parents being the most important relationship. You needn't have the most important relationship with your parents. Because, like like Joe said, they're with you for pretty much your whole life. And by having a good relationship with them, if you are in the tough spot or anything like that, your parents are most likely to be the ones to be there for you and give you support in any ways you need. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, same. So I do feel like parents are also one of the most important people that you have relationships with. Simply because even though, and I've experienced it myself, when you when there is a problem and you feel like you need to stay away from your parents, maybe like running away from home or even like not getting them involved in your issues, there's only so much your friends can do, especially at my age, anyway, I'm 19. So there's only your friend, your friends can only do so much. For example, they can keep you at your, their house if you want, but like for how long? I think like the par- parents, you always fall back to at some point, And I think that's very important. I think in terms of relationships nowadays, um, a lot of what I see online is very toxic in the way that people act within their relationship and 
certain rules that they have to follow and the lack of trust that our generation has with each other and sort of the standards that we have to kind of live up to. And it, it's quite saddening, but at the same time, I think it's because there's a lot of cheating that goes on and people, they find it hard to actually create that trust in the future. Should we talk about cheaters? Because that can get so toxic. Like if you're in a relationship and people start cheating on you and things like that. Um, to be honest, I'm not came across any cheaters. Well, actually, I have. I'm not a cheater, but um, um, cheaters themselves. I feel like with a lot of boys, because I'm a boy, obviously. Um, a lot of boys, what they end up doing is they end up going for things that they can't have. So even if you've got like a really nice girl, um, they might see someone else and be like, I can't have them because I'm in this relationship now. I'm missing out, sort of thing. And because of that, they do end up going ahead and cheating. And I think that it's also based on um how long you've been with them and how close you actually are and your intention. So if you've walked into a relationship knowing that you're not serious or you know that it's not something that you see happening in the future, they always they would always have this thought in the back of their mind in their mind saying, Oh, what about this person? I think she looks good or like yeah. Um, when it comes with cheating, it usually happens at, um, at age we are now, and that has big effects on in the future with um, more serious relationships. And that's where trust uh, comes along, and it just doesn't come along. It usually isn't there because of the previous relationships when you're younger. Okay, so just to clarify, we are young adults. Like, we're people that are just about getting into adulthood when he says people on our age. And I mean, the the long-term effects of cheating can affect different people differently, obviously. Like I feel, personally, I have my ex who has cheated on me three times and I still gave him chances and chances and again and again. And in the end, I ended up breaking up with him because he was the definition of toxic. But um, well, Why did you keep going back to him? It's not that I kept going back to him, it's that every time he'd give an excuse and I was thinking, okay, maybe he'll change because he seems to feel bad, although what I understood after was that it was just a play, but... Like, you you just believe that they they'll act differently towards how they acted before? Yeah, because they would, like, the first time I was... I wasn't crying, but I was pretty heartbroken and I made that clear to him. I expressed my feelings, I tried to communicate with him, but... Although he was, he seemed kind of sad, he displayed several like factors of sadness through body language and like com verbal communication. I thought, okay, let me give him a chance because everyone deserves a chance. But after, tw like, when he cheated on me twice again, that's when I was like, he's never going to change. So why am I wasting my time on someone who's being toxic, who's using me for their own personal pleasures? and giving me nothing back, except disrespect and disloyalty. What, what did you um, learn from that? I learned that I do have my limits and I need to respect them. And if I feel like I have a red flag coming up, as in like from my gut feeling, not to ignore it. Do you think more people should be educated when it comes to relationships? I think everyone should be educated. That's not yeah. even a question. Ev everyone should be educated. Yes, but then more. Yeah, but even though you're saying that, there's still so many people are getting cheated on at, at, at around our age, the young adult age. No, but I also feel that when it comes to cheating as well, 
Like it's it's honestly it's a. Tr- they know what they're doing, of course, when it when it comes to them deciding. Okay, well, do I want to do this with this other person, despite the fact of me being in, in a relationship with someone else? Like it's a choice that they make that they choose to wreck something that they have with someone else based on them wanting to explore something with some other person. So do you think more people should be more cautious then when it comes to going into relationships? In a way, yes and no, because obviously when you're getting in a new relationship with someone, there's a chance you don't know much about that person either because they're choosing to keep that away from you or because they genuinely, you genuinely don't know much about that other person. But in a way, yes, because you need to know as as to what you're getting yourself into and what most likely to expect from that other person as well. This brings us on a good point about boundaries in relationships. Because like Keith was saying, every relationship is different. Everybody has different boundaries with what they can and can't do in a relationship. And I think the more trusting you are of that person and... I think it's all about communication and having that strong trust. Um, like for my relationship, um, I'm allowed to be with other girls, but not guys. And that is because like my, that's the same with my partner as well. And I think that just comes at a level of, we know what we want in a relationship and we can actually trust to have that, you know, that boundary. And a lot of people, they can't do that. They would never allow that to happen because they just, they're not the type of people that could do that. But I think it all depends on what you like. That's what I'm thinking, like communication. In a relationship, if I have to give a piece of advice, is always have a high communication level. Because if you don't communicate with your partner or with whoever, it's gonna fall apart. You cannot keep a relationship without communication. And there are other factors such as loyalty, respect and boundaries which are crucial as well. And I feel like if one is unable to respect the other or like treat the other in a way that isn't pleasant in a way, I guess that's where it comes in and breaks up the relationship and then it can be potentially become toxic. Also, I feel when it comes to relationships as well, especially for, for those who feel like the relationship with that person that they have is not where they want it to be in terms of uh, things with this person isn't how it used to be or I'm getting tired of this person and all that, which again is a way of how it can lead to cheating because they might say, oh, I don't really want to tell this person I don't want to be with them anymore. So rather than me doing that, I'm just going to um, do something or someone else rather than actually expressing how I feel with the person I'm already with rather than wrecking that even more. Uh, I have I have a question. So do you think, anyone, everyone here, do you think that there should be like an age limit as to where people can be in relationships? Personally, I mean, it depends to what extent you want to get the relationship up to. Because if you just want to like talk about it or something, like just talk to someone and say, I love you, then I guess it can be interesting. Like you can go from a younger age, from like 15 or something. But if you actually want to get active in different ways, then 
you should wait a bit older up to like 16 slash 18 because then you'll probably be able to give consent understand what you're going through and stay safe during the processes so even like if it's mentally you'll be a bit more ready for people who just want to play you basically i think for me it it really depends on um how ready you are because like in year five to year six i was in a two-year relationship and then i actually had my first proper relationship at 13 years old and that was when i became active as well and i think that really it really just depends on who you are as a person and obviously the age of consent is 16 so you have to be aware of that and yeah um what challenges have do you think young people face when they get into relationships i think you need to have a level of understanding of what you're getting yourself into and there's obviously different types of relationships because obviously in primary school you're a young kid you know you're just learning things and you don't have that knowledge of how you would be as a teenager or an adult what age would you consider being young when it comes to relationships generally it should be a lot older in, than i did yeah. but <laughs> don't take my advice but i think 16 is a good age um to start these things or maybe 15. i think even at my age i'm quite young for a relationship yeah. I think for me, it's just about like, um, so I'm 19. So I feel like for me, I'm at, an, I'm at a stage where I need to kind of prioritize myself as in, obviously, I'm going out of college. What am I going to do next with my life? If I haven't got my life sorted, how am I going to bring someone else in? Do you get me? So yeah. I feel like for me, you can only determine when you should get into a relationship once you once you kind of know where you're going. So for me, when I got into a relationship, I was talking to the girl for a year straight before I actually got in because she was actually there the whole time while I was trying to figure everything out. So until then, I didn't actually get into a relationship with her because I knew if I haven't prioritised myself, how can I prioritise someone else? Because I don't know what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. no one's going to want someone like that. They want someone that's gonna that knows what they're doing with life. Because at the end of the day, that's what shows that you're serious, that you're determined. It shows that you've matured. And if you haven't matured and you really don't know what you're doing, how do, how are you how's the other half certain that they're sure about you? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think also in terms of um, education and the social aspect of it, um, you see a lot of um, relationships happen inside school because you're seeing that person on a daily basis and you have more time to connect with them. But it also can, um, it depends how social you are as a person outside of education as well. And if you actually, like, if you create that relationship, it's, it's a different type because you're actually connecting with people. Because you know how we, we have friendships and Sometimes we stop seeing them straight after we you know, we stopped going yeah. to that school. Mm. So it just, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're saying we socialise more in school, obviously, but that can also create problems. Because if you do get into a relationship in, in school or college and you break up, you're gonna it's going to create more problems with you well, and other person. Yeah, you you wouldn't want to come to school. Exactly, you won't want to come to school again and it's just it's more problems going to be created. Would you, do you think that affects your education then? Yeah, then that obviously will because you'd be too focused on dealing with that person instead of doing your actual work. I agree. Yeah. Um, what about long distance relationships? I, I can, think I that can. Yeah, I, th- I mean, personally, I've been. I am currently in a long distance relationship. Not extra long distance, but um, two hours away from my partner, and it can be quite a hassle at times because I'm quite clingy at times. So, it, when it comes to physical kind of attention, it can get quite annoying but if you're okay with just texting someone and just 
being able to video call and you're fine with that, that's fine. And to be honest, during the lockdown, close or far away, you had to stay away from each other because you're not from the same household. So, although I'm not sure everyone stayed um, away. For me, it's like I was in a, uh, my, my girlfriend's like three hours away, but we still end up seeing each other a lot, a lot more wow. than I actually anticipated. Well, but, it, all, it all depends on if you're able to travel to the person or not. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. It's but also you, about like the effort you put into it as well. Yeah. You have to put a lot more, lot more effort into long. To me, I don't really see any point in long. I wouldn't be able to hack it myself. I wouldn't be able to deal with that long relationship. Same. And mm. the trust would be off the charts. And I, I wouldn't be able to deal with it. So I'm like, no, that's... That, Goodbye. Like my boyfriend literally lives around the corner from me, so I could never, like, if he moves away, that's, like, the worst thing. Exactly, that's what I mean. Not, not far from either. Well, my girlfriend, not far from me. It's just, like, a 20-minute bus journey. That's, that's fine. I can do what I want. With, like, uh, with my cousin, there is a relationship. She, she's, like, six hours away, seven hours away, and he has to pay, like, £75 for a train ticket. What is the point in that? Or if, like, like, they live in a different country. Like, my, my friend, she had to go to America to meet her boyfriend, and this was only once. And they'd always used to FaceTime. So that created a massive issue. And when she ended up going there, when she came back, they ended up breaking up because she realised this is never going to work out. Well, yeah, so I mean, it's just, it's just mm. stupid. And well, we're with my cousin. It affects me because I can't go gym with him because he spends all his money on his train ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got no money to spend on like monthly gym. Like, what's going on? And he complains about gaining weight. He's not ever going to, I mean, losing weight. He's never going to lose it if he's spending it on train tickets, not coming to gym with me. Um, when it comes to like social media, for instance, well, how do you think that do you think do you think that plays a part in the way relationships are built? Yes, hundred percent. Because people will see something on social media and will expect life to be the same. Whereas on social media, things get edited, cropped out. Um, it's for fake. Example, catfish, yeah, catfish, it's things fake. like that. So it's like there's a lot more dangers that are not shown within a movie or like the social media like instagram things like that so you'll believe something that to be something and then you'll try it for yourself and find out that it's not real and you'll make the mistakes that other people have made that you potentially could have um not done if you had learned about it from someone else or talked to someone about it i think tv is a, a massive impact like has a massive impact on that because social media or media in general has a big impact yeah. on yeah. relationships because on movies all lovey dovey and it's all amazing but in reality it's opposite of that it's, it's not <laughs> it's not relationship man it's really realistic <laughs> you know we're not living in a fairy tale princess you know scenario no a hard hard you know cruel world where people out there will destroy your life <laughs> one one mistake that i made um <clears throat> when i was on so my socials obviously you know how you have those like pages that you follow and it's about relationships yeah. or like oh if he doesn't link you this many times I mean, like if he doesn't see this many times he doesn't love <laughs> it, you whatever uh, too many, it creates too many toxic mindsets yeah exactly yeah. it's, it's also just but then, the likes yeah. and comments you know? it also just put, it puts pressure on the people in the relationship as well yeah it, it put does. pressure on me man yeah. it, it put pressure on me because it, it makes you think that you're you're either not doing enough or you're doing um too much to <laughs> that end, ends up with you reflecting, oh, is this how I am in this relationship? And am I really good enough in this relationship? And So it creates mm. anxiety. Yeah. What do you think about Photoshop and makeup? Because um, I think on, on the internet, we see a lot of that. And it's kind of an expectation for some girls to 
you know, they they wouldn't never go out without wearing makeup because yeah. obviously there's different aspects to where people wear it to be confident. They they wear it to kind of you know just make themselves feel better because that's just how they are. And it, yeah, I mean personally, I don't understand makeup at all. So. Would you well, like it natural or do you mind wearing natural, wearing natural, natural, oh, natural? The way uh, I I prefer natural, but again, yeah. it's like for my girl, it's always like she just feels happier. Like yeah, she, she yeah. knows she knows she's. Good looking, but like at the end of the day, she just feels happier when it she make, wears makeup. It makes them feel good when they have makeup on. Yeah, if they like it yeah. and do do what yeah. you want to do. I'm not bothered by it. I just my preference is just natural. Like they yeah. like the process of putting on makeup, like looking going outside looking. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I mean, I'm with a guy and I'm a guy. I wouldn't wear makeup on the street. I wouldn't go out someone who would just put makeup because they want to feel better or things like that. Although I respect people who do. Um, the only time I'd probably think about makeup would be if I was to go to to become a drag queen or like go to a club or something to be a drag queen or something. Mm. But that, that would literally be it. But I do feel like the media has a huge impact on people and how they dress, why they would put makeup and things, because it does have a lot of pressure, add a lot of pressure. And the relationships don't necessarily help in that sense. So with that, I did mention about creating toxic mindsets and some of the viewers might not understand what we mean by toxic. So how, so the question is, how do you define toxic relationships and friendships? So what is toxic? When someone tries to change you for it who could, you are. It could be abusive relationships where people, they are, they are trapped in a domestic abuse relationship. And this could be for men and women. And most of the time, um, like I saw there was this episode on 24 hours in police custody um, this man was getting abused by this woman he was with and he ended up dying because of it because he ended up going back and even though she'd get arrested and put in prison she'd come out and like a, a few weeks later abuse him and he because he was stuck in that mentality of I love her and I want to protect her and I want to stay loyal it ended up killing him and I think there's obviously a lot of websites out there to help people so if you're experiencing that, definitely go get help. And with, with that, I think um, some people are in toxic relationships because they're too in love, like they're too blind to see the toxicity. So mm. it creates, you know, more problems. If they just realised, then they could have got out of the situation way quicker. I dealt with that myself. I was too in love because my first relationship when I was like 14 and the girl was really toxic, silly, and I was just too in love, didn't see any 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 problems and... The thing is, you always find an excuse for yourself yep. to yeah, stay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or they might feel scared and trapped, so there's like no way out of it. But then there's also that thing that, especially when you're in that mentality where you feel like you really love this person, you also think, well, you don't really want to break their heart in a way of saying, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore, because you, you feel like you're at a certain place, but then you also then have that feeling of, oh, but then if I do this, what if later down the line, I, I find that I was wrong and they were actually a genuine good person? Yes, yeah, so you care about them too much. You sympathise for them too much. You don't think about yourself and how anything can affect you. Also, like a major point about toxic is that it's not always you being blind. There's also like a huge amount of manipulation of control over you that you might not be able to realize especially at a younger age because you're not able to analyze either the, the wording of a sentence or the way someone might talk um or yes, how if something, if something doesn't if something doesn't feel right then shouldn't you not go and say something to someone else you should but that's when manipulation comes in and 
For example, like, oh, if you're going to tell someone about what I've said, this will happen. Well, that would be blackmailing. And it's a form of manipulation to some extent, isn't it? Yeah, and there's, it's, there's threats and a method of ma- ma- manipulation that um, like psychopaths actually use um, is gaslighting. It's so when it's, um, they'll, they'll make their partner think they're crazy because of something that they, they haven't done, but they're just blaming them. Yes, yeah, so they turn the tables around and make them feel like rubbish. It's not actually their fault. Um, do you think your age defines your vulnerability in your relationship? Yes. And well, of course, because if you're um, the younger you are, you don't really know much compared to when you're older, and you can't really do much when you're young because you don't, don't know don't what you, to do. Don't you see as some adults making the same mistakes as kids do? Because I see it a lot. That is a fair point. I feel this like, is... but that that has to do more with experience rather than how old the person is, because like. I feel it doesn't matter how old the person is, but it's more to do with how experienced they are in relationships and what and if they actually know what they're doing. I think it's their mentality. No, I think it's experience. Of I think it's all three of them. It all depends as well on the age and like some people they like they may be sixteen going out with a twenty-two year old or twenty-three year old, and obviously this is not okay, but they may think it's perfectly fine. This is why there needs to be a lot more education on these things. I agree. So people don't get hurt. Well, when you, when you do go into a relationship, what are some of like the qualities that you prioritize when it comes to like looking at the other half? Like what what qualities that they have or that you want them to have? If they how if they look after me and you know they actually talk to me and communicate, and it's just basically what their personality is. How how they treat you. Is well, it's just... also what what more can they give to you to help you. Like a, in a, a way, in a way like a, yeah, live life better or to grow. Mm. Obviously, people say trust and everything, but there's other things that people can give that can help you become a better person to make everything better. It's also mm. like accepting all the faults that you may have as a person. To being understandable. That's yeah. what I think not a lot of people talk about being understanding. They just see trust and communication. They don't look at understanding. If you're understanding, then a lot more problems will be solved. Because like a lot of people, they go through trauma and they carry that into their next relationship. And they need to be understanding of that and mm. help them work through it. When when do you feel like you would need to, when do you, what signs or what things would you have to see first before you decide, maybe I need to take a step back from this relationship? Um, I think if they're not listening to what I want um, in every way and they're not taking that in and it's it's just about making sure there's equality within the relationship and they're not putting like you're not you're not doing something that is completely like disregarding the other person's needs and beliefs. Well, if they're not mature, being this or serious, then I would want to back up from it because there's no point going in, into it otherwise, in my opinion. But then also, people can act in a certain way before you get in, in a relationship with them. But then, as time goes on in that relationship, that's when they might get a little bit too comfortable and then that's when they start um that's when their true colors and they start showing in the terms of you start seeing how, how they actually are as a person which then obviously is a red flag because it in a way it depends on how how you um want the person to be in a relationship especially the person that you're with but it mainly has to do with that so like putting up a mask for the first few times to get you into the relationship. But then as time goes on, that change. person gets com- comfortable 
and then they start then showing their true yeah. colors to the other person. I guess it can be, it can go either way because I'm pretty sure we all have a mask when it comes to relationships. But like even when we first arrive to a new place, a new environment, we're always gonna change ourselves a little bit um, in order to try and fit in. But then as we get to know the environment better, we can adapt to it. But I guess when it comes to relationships, some people might try and hide their colors for the wrong reasons. Which is where it becomes problematic. And this is why I say people need to be, be more educated with the signs and be more cautious yeah. and aware so they can see this. And if they do see it, um, then try it, leave as early as possible. Because the more, the more time you leave it, it's going to get even more worse and then it's become and it's, toxic. It's, it's going to become harder for you to then break it off for that person. Yeah, it's even harder, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I fully agree with that. So what do you guys think of dating apps? Um, I thought they're an absolute waste of time. No, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that. It's, no, it's not really. Not really. No, because really. you can just go on your account and just scroll through, even if you if you're not there for dating, yeah, just for good luck. I understand that, but also with dating apps, people can f um, lie about things. True. Because it's a profile where they can literally say anything they want to try and grab the attention of someone that they hope to grab the attention That's of. Another way of manipulating someone. Exactly. That is yeah. true. But in some cases, or some rare cases, do people do find each other. Perfectly, and then it happens. But as you said, it's, it, it, there's a lot more manipulative stuff can happen. You can fake everything per on no. that account. Personally, I think it's a chance of luck. That I is think, true. I, I think, mean, yeah. me and my boyfriend found each other through a dating app. So, I think yeah. so I know. obviously, I'm not saying that obviously you're not. It's not going to work. I'm just saying when you mm -hmm. do find it, it's kind of a chance. You're playing. You're, you're kind of gam not gambling, but like you're, you're just yeah. It's like a heads or tails sort of situation. You're gambling with your feelings and yeah, your, exactly. your the only brain thing I and also like, your time. Like the only thing I don't like about like um, dating apps is that you judge on the physicality of the person a lot more. That's a fair because point. Because not everyone reads bio. Let's be honest. Like you might write a lot about yourself and no one's gonna read it. Like, let's be fair. And you'll be seeing the pictures and scrolling through the pictures at first. So it's like personally, I'm more someone that cares about the inner beauty of the person. So. I'll care a lot more about your personality, what you're like, instead of your physicality. I, I don't give much of a damn. I as think as it's also important on, on knowing how to navigate it because, like for me, I I don't it doesn't work with me. I I prefer meeting people in real life, actually talking to them, because then you actually understand who they are better as a person. Well, it's more of a connection in person when the phone is just texting or it doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem as fun. It's just mm. it's kind of boring. One one quick question about relationships and stuff because. I've had a lot of friends talk about this and this is something that we all have different opinions on. When it comes to like arguing with like your other half and they say, oh, I want space or I want a break. Like what's, what do you see space as? What do you see break as? What do you think about it? Mine's like a couple of days maybe. But then we ended up, we end up even, talking. Do you even think space is necessary? Do you think that's, a, mm. that's sometimes Sometimes that's you definitely need it to calm down, but then you come back and you resolve it. Yeah, because when you're with each other all the time, you, you might not see the problem. So when you break it up, then you can reevaluate yourself and look up and analyze yourself as to what is going on, and then you come back and talk about it and sort it out. What about mm -hmm. the difference between space and break? Because a lot of people decide to get this confused. I think for me, like personally, space is more we keep things on text at a low level. So we might just be like, "Good morning, did you sleep well?" Mm -hmm. and "Don't forget to have lunch and good night." Something like that. Yeah, I think uh, having a break is where I cut most communication, unless it's an emergency and my partner needs me. But on the break, if my partner decides to leave me and find someone else, 
that's when they get mostly the chance. Like what? they can leave any time, but it's more mm. of a during the break if you want to find someone else, you can look for people on the dating app, for example. I think this goes back to boundaries as well because everybody has a different relate like understanding of what a break is. That's like true. if you've seen Friends, you understand Ross and Rachel's scene about um that being on a break and everything. He he did the opposite of what she wanted and it caused an even more argument. Well when it comes to that sort of stage where you're saying, Oh, I want a break or I want some space, do you think you need to reconsider your relationship? Um, yes and no. It depends on if you can resolve it or not. Because if you don't if you want to come back and actually talk it out, then that's good. But some people, they realise that they they don't want the relationship and they want to move on. I mean, there's always going to be problems and arguments within relationships. And it depends on how well you and your partner can solve it and how quick you can solve it. So what kind of partner are you, would you say, as a person? The one, the one that you don't get often in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> So in other words, I would say I would personally say myself I'm not toxic. Like previous, previously before I was because the other person was toxic and I saw it as a normal thing. So I became that. But after I broke up with them, I looked at myself and I stopped being the way I was. So now I'm like an honest person. I'll get everything sorted out as quick as possible. I won't mm. put anyone down on purpose. You know, I'm opposite now. And I can see that through my current relationship. Personally, I would say that I try my hardest not to be toxic because I've been stuck in a toxic relationship in the past. I absolutely hated it. Like, it was destroying me. So I feel like nowadays I try to listen to my partner as much as I can, respect what they want, and if needed, I can find a compromise with them on a certain topic. But um, when it comes to consent, that's something we never compromise about. If I don't have consent, I don't do anything. If I have consent, then we go on ahead. But it's like, I feel like through communication and respect and understanding, I try not to be toxic because I wouldn't want a a toxic partner, so why would I become toxic to someone else? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If I don't want something done to me, I'm not going to do it to the other person in that kind of regard of like being toxic. I think for me, I've always found it natural to be with my boyfriends because we've been through so so much together in terms of um past painful experiences and I think through that we've become very strong and I think I'm I'm quite I have a lot of experience in terms of knowing how to navigate through a relationship and actually listening to his needs as well as him listening to mine and making time for each other and and giving each other space as well as because obviously we have the same friends but we also have our separate groups and I don't expect to be with him all the time and he doesn't with me but we still share experiences and we go out we do things and we message each other message each other every day to you know maintain that communication and I think it's important to maintain like boundaries as I said yeah for me um I think one way that I describe my relationship for both of us is that we're both understanding. And I think that's very important because I'm quite cultured, as in I come from a cultured family. She comes from a cultured family because we're both South Indian. And I think with that in mind, we have a lot of restrictions in what we can do, where we can be, at what time, you know, all those type of things. 
And I think when she says, okay, I can't do this, like I straight away, I understand because she's from that sort of background. And also another thing is um, like judging people from the past. I know my girl's been through her thing, like whatever she's done in the past, she's done. Whatever I've done in the past, I've done. But it's who's in front of you in the moment. That's I think that's what matters. And I think a lot of relationships they um they tend to judge people by the past. I don't know about you. I, I'm I'm I have judged people by the past, which is my mistake. But I think as you grow, you do learn to stop judging people by the past because the past is the past at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not gonna lie. I do have a part of me that judges my partner for his past actions. When we first started dating, I was like, okay, I'm not 100% sure about that. But after a while, I guess you have to learn that if they prove themselves to be differently, like to have changed and learned from their mistakes, for example, I guess, like, personally, I feel like everyone is, like, entitled to a second chance because we all make mistakes. I make mistakes. Teachers make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. But it's how you learn from them and how you move on i guess and how you change things and make things right um very quickly what's one bit of advice you'd give just to round it up what's one bit of advice you give to like youngsters our age um about relationships do not rush anything like honestly do not force yourself to get in a relationship do not rush it take your time with it and think it through well i'd say uh go into it if you think you're mentally prepared for it if you have the resources to um go through a relationship because you know some people might just go it out of nowhere and um they don't have the mental the mentality to go through it um for my side i think before you get into a relationship prioritize yourself and know where you're headed before you bring someone else into your life because otherwise i'll just completely mess you up like like uh, do you think um before going into it Think about, do you really need a partner? Do you actually need them at the time? Think about that first, and if you think you're ready, like you think you do need someone else, then let's go into it. I feel like as long as you know what you want, and you make sure that the person that you've either got your eye on or you're interested in, interested in also has that same mindset as you, then obviously go for it. But other than that, I'll say just yeah, just take your time with it, see how it goes, and if it goes where you'd to the point where you want to be with that person and make it official and everything, then just go for it. Always talk, even if you feel like whatever you're gonna say may cause an argument. It's better to get it out than keep it in and make yourself feel worse. I agree. So be honest. Always be honest. Yeah. So. Thank you for listening today. Yeah, thanks for listening and that will be us for today. Bye.